Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. <clears throat> clear my throat. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. God, it's hashtag finally Friday. How about oh, that? please. Who gives a damn? <laughs> what, what kind of life are you living, my friend? Hey, it's you're, Friday. Uh, your bills right now are trending. Uh, hashtag victory Friday's trending right now because of them. See uh, behind me on this uh, video? You see who's uh, peeking over my shoulder over there? Yeah, rather creepily, by the way. Yeah, Josh Allen will not leave. We, you know, we partied all night. That's why I'm doing the show from home. I, I, was, you know, <laughs> I was up until like 3 o'clock in the morning. Letting him know, you know, I had uh, kicked him out of the, uh, uh, if people don't know, it's not life-size, but it's, uh, it's uh, three-quarters of a life-size Josh Allen in the room with me. And uh, he had, uh, he'd been thrown out of the room, but I have to say, he's played his way back into my heart, played my way, <laughs> played his way back into my home studio, and, uh, but who cares about that? I'm a Bills fan. Nobody cares, right? I care, but I mean, I don't think my, that my audience cares. Maybe it's this. Maybe they think, you know what, if my favorite radio host... If his favorite team has a really good night, then maybe that puts my favorite radio host in a good mood, and then I get the benefits from that. So maybe in that way, maybe they care. I know somebody who's uh, a little upset with me every time I tell him I'm uh, working from home as my uh, my new boss, Jeff Jeffries. He's <laughs> well, not a big fan. He's not no. a big fan of me uh, being <clears throat> at home, and I and I don't want to admit to my new boss that uh, well, I was you know my my team was winning and. And I was uh, partying, and I was uh, up late, and I overslept. So when he comes at me, I figure the way that I can I can push it back is I I always say that uh, well I, I'm working from home because of uh, the, the the environment and you know carbon well, stuff I things to me you. I oh, yeah oh, I mean. Oh. <laughs> don't you guys i thought i thought we were like uh, we cared about the environment if i don't drive to and from the city then i'm not putting that kind of carbon in the air so. uh, Je jeff just walked in the studio here yeah i gotta tell you look uh last night good game devin singletary put his hand up uh but uh you know uh 
I understand. Maybe if you plant a tree on your way here, you can offset I, that. Oh, it's, it's just the thing is, I see. I thought that you 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 guys really cared about the environment, so I figure if I do the show from here, try to guilt it, you know, kind of push it back with some guilt. You know? Well, the, I'm, we, look, I'm uh, trying. I care about the climate. I don't know about you, but I, you know, for me, it's uh, important that I not uh, increase my personal carbon footprint. You know, it's uh, like uh, uh, our company, the Big A. Uh, yeah. They uh, they cut back on a lot of the paper towel usage. You get half of what you use. <laughs> to get that's part of it we we've, we've kind of offset it that yeah. way so you know you can come so on get, in. so get my ass in there is what yeah. you're saying get your uh, well you know i don't want to be uh, by the way did you uh finish your goals yet for uh, uh no i have not was that is that some sort of website i have to go to to put my goals in log into your email check your goals <laughs> fill out the form submit it we'll talk about it next week okay my goal is to somehow be able to watch my favorite team play a night game without here's the problem for me and maybe other people could relate to this with what you know and Obviously, I love the Falcons as well, but I grew up in Western New York. That's just the way that it goes. People can understand that. Uh, my problem is that my team was terrible for a very long time, and now all of a sudden there's, there's a lot of primetime games. Well. And so if they lose... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you're convincing Jeff. Uh. Well, I'm just trying to explain. If they lose, then I stay. I can't, I can't go to sleep because I think that they all of a sudden they stink and we're going to have a terrible year. And then if they win, then I can't go to sleep because I'm, I got this celebratory thing going on in my head and I I got Josh Allen here in the room with me and you know we're, we're debriefing you know why does he have a hole in his face year. what's that nothing <laughs> <laughs> because I'll tell you why he's got a hole in his face because he's been playing better lately. okay that's well, why so he gets so a prize think, every night then I'm okay. <laughs> surprise I'm trying to make everybody happy you know and save the planet at the same time I don't know what you corporate people are doing I have no idea but uh yeah so I was up I was up late, but and I woke up this morning to fantastic news. You know, we're in December, and that means that we're going to get a lot of lists of uh, the best of this year or the, the this of that of this year. And I woke up this morning, and I found that, uh, what is Pantone? Are they a paint company or something? I believe they are a paint company. Well, why aren't they called Paintone? <laughs> that would make more sense, right? <laughs> I, I, it just seems like they dropped the letter for no good reason. Uh, so, uh, they have the color of the year and I would ask for a timpani, but I asked for a timpani a couple days ago and then I said it was a timpani and then the audience said that was a drum roll and I got in trouble with everybody. But, uh, the color of the year, I know Marcy beat me to the story, <laughs> but, uh, maybe some people are just tuning in. This is a, a big deal. People love best of the year list. I just heard that, uh, uh, the fact that I have been continually listening to Bad Bunny on Spotify all year long pushed him to the top <laughs> as the most streamed artist of the year or the best album of the year. So that's out. But if you're just tuning in and you want, you probably at this point it's like, come on, Eric, shut up. Don't stop teasing me. What is, what is the color of the year? The color of the year is Viva Magenta. Woo! Big bright color that is sort of red, but it isn't really though. A kind of a purple, but it isn't that either. It's a nuanced crimson tone. Viva, Viva! Magenta! Viva Magenta! This is funny. That song, all my life I've heard that song. I, I don't know anything other than those two words. You know? I don't know what. What, what is else does Nothing he sing in that song? Nothing about setting your soul on fire. <clears throat> no, isn't that Hunk of Hunk of Burning Love? Or which one? No, I, I probably do. If you, if you remind me. Go ahead. 
So, uh, Tim might know it better. Well, it's all about him. It's He's singing about things you can do there. The lights and gambling, big price. See, Farquhar gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. I don't oh, think I've really... A thousand pretty women waiting out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring a lot of money. <laughs> leave and leave your kids at home. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, okay. Magenta. Even if you kill a prostitute. Okay, wow. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa wow. <laughs> that was not Elvis. I want the people to understand that that did not come from the Elvis estate, and that is not an official... <laughs> She is not a licensed elfish. It was the elfish. 60s in Las, it was Elvis 70s in Las Vegas. Elvis will no. bury her under the fountain, Elvis, and then we will go on a world tour because I'm Tom Hanks doing an outrageous accent, Elvis. You're so oh, fat. You will have to oh, sell thank Graceland. You. Thank you. Thank you, Colonel Tom. I don't know. I don't know what country you're from or whatever, but I'll, I'm somewhere I'll just do between whatever. Austria and Bolivia, one of those places. <laughs> Here, I made you a deep-fried turkey, peanut butter, bacon, and ham sandwich. Eat this and take these. Thank beers. you, Colonel. You don't need to go to Europe. Do it on satellite. <laughs> what, you, where, what is your background, Colonel Tom? Where are you? Where are you from? I'm a carnival barker who saw a man swiveling his hips at a state fair and made him a millionaire. Elvis, your papers, please. Can I see your papers, Elvis? You're not allowed in Germany again. They don't like you anymore. <laughs> It's also December says Christmas time. We're full, we're fully into it. Everybody have their trees up and oh, their, yeah. Uh, yeah. I put mine up this week. Really, I, I'm late with this. Autumn said she was going out to get a tree. I think the other day. Yeah, it's up. Everything's she forged good. it. She what about? It down uh, the- <laughs> yeah, I went to someone's backyard. <laughs> I two years in a row when I was broke, I would go to these woods that were behind this apartment complex where I no longer lived, and literally just chop down a tree, drag it out. And uh, and and take it to uh, in my apartment. <clears throat> and uh, one time there was uh, in the middle, like I think it was probably two days before Christmas. I didn't realize that there was actually a bird's nest in there. Oh. And, uh, we had uh, we had baby birds that were born. They, we called them the Christmas birds. And then we, you know, <clears throat> I don't know what we did with them. We were young. You ate them. We, yeah, we, we cooked them up. We fried them up. Threw them in some lard. We were not mean. I've never been a mean person in my life. I've never harmed an animal in my life. I just can't remember at what point. Like, we didn't know anything about birds. Like, what do you do? There's no. a bird in your house. What do you do? That's how they make popcorn chicken at restaurants. They take these chicks and just throw them right in hot oil. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. Baby bugs. Well, yeah. You know, it really, it's a cruel world. Yeah. When you think about what it takes to provide a delicious meal, <laughs> there's just nothing but cruelty in the world. Other, oh, yeah. It's just the food chain really, order. Yeah, just think of like, think of just in the city of Atlanta alone today, how many chicken somethings are going to be ordered and eaten? Mm. Oh, just walking to my car this morning. I probably walked over at least like three chicken wings, uh, three uh, chicken wing bones on the way to my car this oh, morning. Oh, really? So, what, so, yeah. what do you have? You have uh, what do you have, like uh, very... Uh, Wealthy homeless people living, they're enjoying. People are some always good... eating chicken wings and they're just leaving their the bones behind. Yeah, yeah they leave yeah. the bones behind, yeah. especially on ponds where I live. Uh, I'm uh, right by uh, right by a might huge... be a voodoo ritual, by the way. <laughs> That's right. They're burying them across the street. Usually, you have to sweep aside the uh, crab legs, but since there's no snow cat. 
Yeah. Gonna, we're what's right going by on when he's homeless. They're eating well. We're right, for sure. We're right by a JR Cricket. So, you know, usually th- th- that that's a good excuse for that. I can't think of a seafood restaurant that's that close to us where we get the, oh, the nice JR Cricket. Like the, yeah. Is that the one off of North? There's a couple. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah it, it used to be something else. Like, if you look at the building and you go, oh, that used to be an IHOP or something. Yeah, it's exactly and then it, But it's this. <laughs> I love those buildings that, that are something now, but you go, oh, yeah, that was an IHOP. Well, they lie, too. It says it was the original JR Cricket. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was right across the street from the varsity. That was the original one. You lied, you say, JR wait, Cricket. Well, you're accusing them of lying. They are lying in their branding. Listen, I just want to say to the good people from JR Crickets, send your cards and letters to Jared Yamamoto, care of WSB Radio. <laughs> We begin Clark's Christmas Kids, the campaign to make sure that every foster child in the state of Georgia wakes up on Christmas morning with the gifts that they've selected and let you know they would like to receive this year under the tree. Clark'sChristmasKids.com, up and running. Is that right, Jared Yamamoto? That is right. People can uh, go there, choose a child, see the age, uh, gender, uh, what they would like. Buy up to three presents for them, or you can just donate, and or you can come out and see me and Clark Howard and Mark Aram at uh, the Walmart on uh, Manzel Road in Roswell. Pardon me, sir. Yes, sir. I just like you to know that it's Manzel. I said Mansell. Manzel. Mansell. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's fine and everything, but if you could say it right, that would be nice. It's Manzel. No, it's not. It's no, it's not. It's Manzel. No, 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 no. You go wait in the car. You go wait in the car. I'm talking to gentlemen. I'm talking to I don't want a domestic to break out here, but... uh, Manzil. I've always said... What is your anger, sir? I mean, we're trying to do something uh, very nice here. Oh, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm here specifically to give the kids these gifts, and, uh, you know, she's flapping her gum. She can go, go, go. go I'm not flapping nothing except these divorce papers in your face. She ain't got uh, nothing to flap anymore. You know that. Well, I do know that for a fact, but I don't want... Hey, listen. I got plenty to flap. Things have changed. You got more to flap than before, actually. I can call it ugly. You can't. Now, listen. It's Manzo. Oh, you coming after me now? We seem to have a problem. All I'm trying to do is uh, help uh, foster children in the state of Georgia wake up and have a great Christmas. You seem to be coming at me. Well, just because, well huh? It's Manzel, and it's always been Manzel. It's always going to be Manzel. Now here's well, your toy. That's to you. That's to you. A different strokes. You ever hear that? <laughs> what did you just say to I me? I said, here's your toy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you know, at least you have a good heart. Thank you. You have such a good mouth. Well, how would you know? He's got a great mouth. <laughs> all right. Okay, yeah. all right, you two. <laughs> You too. You go from a domestic to some sort of erotica in just mere minutes. He's got Get a great mouth for talking that... about how to give kids the toys. Okay, that's all come together, On hasn't it? Man, son, okay. old hey, road. You really... all, all I know is uh, from three to six, I will be out there with Mark Aram, the great Clark Howard, for the 32nd annual Clark Christmas Kids. Yes? Remember remember yesterday it was at like 16,000 something? Now it's at 15,000 something. Yeah, because the WSB listeners are always going to come through. They always Yay. do. doesn't matter what the economy is, inflation, pandemic. They always come through, and they're going to do that again. Now, <clears throat> there's part of me that doesn't want to get ahead of myself because I don't want to let anybody off the hook. We do have 15,000 more gifts to get, and sometimes if the host gets too, like, well, we do this every year, then maybe people don't have the, the call to action that you need. You know, there's a certain art to this. So I'm supposed to pretend that I, I don't know. 
I don't know if this year to get people, <laughs> but there's a part of me that just knows that uh, the WSB listening community is going to make sure this happens, but I don't want to let anybody off the hook. So go to ClarksChristmasKids.com and do it that way. Pick the child, uh, the gifts, the number of gifts you want to give. You can you can do more than one child. You can build two, three, you know, if you've got a lot of money. This is all, whenever we do these things, we just ask that you give what you can. If you can't go through the whole gift thing, there's a donate uh, button there. Just donate what you can. You can donate $5. You'll feel great about it. And also, don't forget, Eric, too, if you cannot make it out to Roswell tonight, tomorrow morning up at the Walmart at 210 Cobb Parkway, South Marietta, uh, Dave Baker and Clark Howard are going to be out there from yes. 9 until noon tomorrow, right before the SEC oh, Championship. Yeah, collecting all the toys you can bring out here. Look, you can, you can get a toy roof, you can get a toy crawl space. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get some yeah. of those little people and teach them how to check their crawl space for critters and all that crap. You're giving away uh, the toy crawl spaces. That's oh, fantastic. Yeah, they have the whole brand oh, new uh, little people uh, roof repair. What's the thing? What's the thing that you talk about that's uh, above the garage? What, what is that thing? You know, remember those commercials? From oh, your automatic uh, garage door. Yeah. No, no, no. That was it. You would tell me what the arch was or whatever. The, the, oh, yeah, I remember that what you're thing. Talking about. Yes. I, I, roof is it a gable? Huh? huh? Garage at a gable? <laughs> it may have been a gable. Maybe it was a gable. Brian Gable from the New York Giants. Look, I don't know. Just <laughs> we have all that. You can come out, but you know, really, you get the little critters. You get a fake roach. You, you can get a dress on a roach. <laughs> oh, you can play crawl space at home. It's like a home yeah, game I... version of oh, crawl absolutely. space. You play uh, crawl space and uh, you know, climb up in there and you know, get aqua, aqua. Guard, I could never all do that, that stuff. I could never do the, that uh, kind of thing. I mean, I've done, uh, people look at me and think I'm totally soft, but I did a lot of manual labor in my lifetime. But I could never do, you know, like I worked at a boat trailer factory and things like that when I was younger. But I could never do stuff where there's a possibility that, you know, like rats and spiders and things like that could be around. I could never be somebody. I mean, I, I salute. I salute the brave souls that can climb, you know, into a crawl space or underneath a house. You know those houses in the country that are a little raised a little bit? Oh, yeah. They go underneath there. Well, I mean, that's just a bunch of animals and I'm going to hide under there. Well, that's right? where Rufus goes when they're working on a roof. Rufus goes underneath <laughs> the crawl space and keeps all the other critters out. Now, if you need a new that's crawl right. space or a roof, just call Tom D. Gregorio. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're mixing. I think you're conflating clients. I don't know, but... It's a possibility that you are, but that's Rufus okay. Rufus DiGorio, he'll come out. <laughs> oh, well, I, I wish I, w I haven't seen Dave Baker in quite some time. But you know what? I'll be at uh, Mansell, right? And uh, Whatever you want to say, it's fine with me. I'll be wearing shorts tomorrow morning. You know that. That's right. <laughs> hey, wear your Santa outfit. Oh, wear Santa shorts. Yeah, wear your Santa <laughs> shorts, man. This is an entertainment. Come on, go out there and entertain Dave Baker. I'll wear give him, hat. Give him everything you got. You hear that? hear that? Says uh, your favorite radio host is in his his own little holiday spirit. Got the Eric Juice going? Got the Eric Juice <laughs> Eric going. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's uh, it's it, it's my holiday, right? Yeah. If I want to start up early. A lot of that flowing yeah. last night, I bet. <laughs> a, lot of fl a lot was flowing last yeah. night. Hair of the dog. <laughs> this is uh, hey i didn't you know you know the nnn no not november and all that <laughs> now it's uh it's uh vodka december i know that's not uh, uh alliteration in any way but it uh, vodka 
That's, so, uh, yeah, the month of December in order to uh, raise awareness for everything. I'm raising awareness for everything by drinking my first vodka tonic by 9 a.m. every day in, <laughs> in December. And, uh, I, and at the end of December, it, I'm not doing this for myself. I mean, I'm going to have a good time along the way, but I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it, remember, for a reason. We are uh, in the month of December here on the Mon Hester Doctrine, raising awareness about everything. <laughs> Cheers. Hold on, Let's do. Hold on. Uh, Wait. What? Oh, Alfred Eddie. Oh, Alfred. Alfred. I know. I know. Alfred Eddie. If you're going to drink in the morning, yeah. you got to put just a little splash of orange juice because it's got the sugar. Yeah. And it wakes you up. It really yeah, what about you the headache? your sack. I find I get a headache at 1 p.m. I don't want the headache. But just for from orange juice? That's a breakfast drink at that right. point. Alfred so. Annie, uh, we met you yeah. because you, uh, during the pandemic, were uh, working from home and then somewhere along the line uh, became an alcoholic, lost your kids, <laughs> lost your husband. I don't. I mean, you... I didn't lose them. I just don't know where they are. Okay, that's a difference. So, They're not, so... like, lost. You but... just can't find them. I just don't know where they, they know where they are, so they're not lost. They're fine. Okay, that's good. You haven't seen them, your husband or children in a while. And it's fine. Uh, aren't you back in the office now? The pandemic is uh, kind no, of No, they over. tried to get me back in the office, but I said no, no, no. She filed a she filed a complaint with HR saying that yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. I've got a disability. <laughs> I got I can't I can't go to the office. Yeah. I can't, I got to stay regulated. Your uh, your disability. Nobody is ever regulated me. So yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, it sounds like you got oh, some work God. there. You got some emails you need to answer. If you're working from home, you got to do work. Per my last request, <laughs> you are synchronicity, and what? we're gonna throw. We got a lot on the plate this month. <laughs> Q three is. Coming to an end. <laughs> uh, Alfred, we're uh, Annie. We're at the end of Q four, not Q three. Yeah. No, well, it's Q- wait. We're at the <laughs> end of Q four. This is not even. J- wait. Uh-huh. Wait. I don't. You know what? I, I know that you're an alcoholic and you're at home. Uh, I don't know that you're. Are we at the end of Q four? Yeah, we yeah, are. We're at the end, end of Q four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but Q- if we're at the end of Q four, we're also Q three is behind us. So she's correct. So. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> She's confused now. <laughs> I'm not confused. Right, I'm well, totally. Yeah. What? Well, oh God. Come on, do you? Can I just you set my hold, hold on? You know what, Alfred? I'm not Annie. in the office, so. Alfred Annie. <laughs> what? The person who is doing your voice used uh, to be in a deep, uh, loving relationship with the person who's waiting on deck. Oh, and that's hot. I don't want. I don't want the person who's doing your voice to keep that person on deck because that's going to open up old wounds, and uh, we're going to have to Ew. be in the middle of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I got an uh, old wound. I got to go to CVS and get some bacitrazine. I appreciate you go to CVS and we'll do this. Okay. He's a misanthrope. He has a dark heart, and he needs a good psychiatrist. It's Greg Russ with stories from Studio B1. What do you think about that, Greg Russ? I make that joke a lot. Does it annoy you? Uh, (laughs) It's a little overplayed. You're probably like, okay, we've heard this before. That's my answer. I felt a a little hackneyed that time. I thought that was the one. I think that was the moment. That was the one reference to you and Autumn and your former lovership that just went a little bit too far. And I want to apologize because you don't need uh, to apologize. You both like, moved I, on. You I both know moved with on. you. I know with you that you can't. I can't tell you anything. No one can tell you anything. You've got to figure it out on your own. Sometimes <laughs> that's excruciatingly slow. 
Mm-hmm. But you got there. You got okay. there. You figured it out. Just like I so knew you would. I, I never lost that's faith. That's true. Because, Greg, if you had told him too soon, then it would have just reset the clock. Exactly. Uh, wait a minute. You're saying that I would, uh, I, would, I would go overboard if you told me too soon? I would, be, I would rebel and I would start bringing it up more often that you two were lovers? and then not double not. down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> double down. You think, oh, you think I would double down on the idea that you two used to? Oh, all right. Yeah. But it's, it's a possibility. It is a possibility. Are, uh, are you, you express uh, any feelings to me, I'll show you. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel like I'm being psychoanalyzed. That I, uh, maybe, maybe correctly. It's a possibility. So uh, I've been going around the horn here, and I don't really know what that means, but I've heard other hosts say it. I'll go around the horn here this morning, and I want to ask you: Are you have you, are you have you successfully uh, moved into the Christmas mood? Do you have a Christmas tree? Are you going to decorate? Uh, I do have the Christmas you know. tree. I sent yeah. the picture oh. the other day. Remember, we had the whole discussion about the ornament that the listener gave us, and you lost it. The one you lost, she gave an oh. ornament to everyone on the uh, From show. wonderful listener Paige, by the way, who gave that Paige, to us. fantastic listener. Yes. I don't remember I ever receiving this. I do not remember ever receiving this. I'm... She and I are pen pals. <laughs> Oh, you write Is letters? She in prison? Yeah. <laughs> no, we just write each other. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Uh, yeah, that's cute? I love it. Do they still have prison pen pals? <laughs> they do, do and now it's on TikTok. Oh, so like these prisoners that? who have phones will record themselves and give their like number or whatever that you can look them up on, and yeah. they're like they want but, a date or they want to meet you or they boy, want you here's to send them money for their commissary. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I want a date, but you're going to have to come to me. That's how it's going to yeah. have to work for a couple of years if you want to see would, me, baby girl. But I'm stuck here. <laughs> but but what I uh, baby girl, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what they say. It seems like it <laughs> seems like a bad idea to be, have a pen pal in prison. And also, it, I don't want to be too simple, Greg Russ. This is your segment. Let me turn it toward you. I don't want to be too simple here. Yes, please. Um, but I don't think I think when you when you're imprisoned, you sh- part of that should be that you don't have access to a phone. Wouldn't that make Ever? sense? Ever? Ever. Well, I mean, you know, there's one that you can use in the faculty. Office, if you're I think that's good probably enough. what it is. I don't think people, even though the, the TikToks are being posted, I could be wrong, yeah. but I feel as though people don't have access all the time to the phone. They do. They hide them. Some, yeah. They get them snuck in and then they hide them and then the guards got bigger Where? fish to fry. Oh, well, they don't smell <laughs> well, good. Let's put it that way. You know, you, you really want to use earbuds. <laughs> you don't want to have that run up to your face. That's all I used I'm to thinking. Get, I don't know. Wash your face afterward. Yeah. I used to get letters from. From a prisoner, baby girl. Wash your face, baby girl. <laughs> Wash that face, ahead. baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> when I was when I was on the air at 99X as yeah. Decker, I used to yeah. get a letter letters from a prisoner. I never responded, but he kept sending them. Uh, they were, big there was, fan there was of alternative stri- rock. This prisoner probably <laughs> yeah, had there was nothing, tattoos all over his face. There was nothing that more about him. It was just an expression of uh, appreciation. I was like, oh, yeah. thanks. Maybe I should have written back, but I didn't. Did you- did he? Because you were frightened. Because you're a coward. Is that what you're saying? You were frightened that he would be like a Robert De Niro, Cape Fear thing when he got out. Somewhere you inside, didn't play corn. You're right. Somewhere inside, it's not fair. But somewhere inside, I thought it's like if I write this person back and I get close to them, if they get out of prison, they're going to think mm-hmm. that we're friends, and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Which is I mean, not fair. Yeah. Just because someone's in prison doesn't mean. What do you bad. mean it's not oh, fair? I'm a, going. Listen, I get a pen man. pal from prison. I'm going to assume there's tattoos on the face. <laughs> and that's auto- an automatic disqualification. For me, told you, I, my Christmas I, you know, I don't want to be a hater, year, but yes. My Christmas spirit this year is a tattoo of a tree on my face. It's there forever. <laughs> what do you think? 
The addiction makes- yeah, it would be. That's the way to do it is that if you get a tattoo on your face, you get the most adorable tattoo on your face where <laughs> you actually <laughs> you frightened and uh, attract people at the same time. They won't I, got, know what to I do. love you tattooed across my forehead. <laughs> Somehow that seems menacing. Oh, that seems menacing. I, I think you're like great. A, little baby bears or something or puppies like <laughs> puppies on your high cheekbone. Like that would uh, what kind of puppy? Thing. So because the type of puppy could be the symbolism that you're Labrador. Uh, uh, puppy. The, what'd you say? Pitbull puppies. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, to me the cute puppy, the cutest puppy, would be like Labrador retriever or, or golden retrievers. Or something That's like that. hard to translate on the cheekbone. I would think. Yeah. Whereas it, whereas uh, uh, getting across uh, evil and fear is easier. Well, put a that's snake easy. on there. You just put like a uh, upside down cross, you know. That lets people know I'm not playing your game. <laughs> yeah. That's what awesome. if I got like some some what? balloons on my cheek? I think I think the upside down <laughs> cross tattoo on your face says, "What? Well, however you're doing life, I'm yeah, I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> I'm going the complete other way." And it lets people know I'm probably not going to agree with you on anything. I used to know a girl when I was uh, 16. A boy? Working at a... Huh? I used to know a girl when I was a boy? No, when I was 16 is what I said. Yeah. I was. I knew a girl. Oh, back when I was a boy. Nah, yeah. Yes. So I was a man because I had already been out of the, uh, the house. I'd already lived with, uh, you know, heroin addicts and, you know, yeah. all these kind of people. Vietnam and so vets. Yeah, so I knew this girl, and uh, we used to hang out, and she hated the world. She hated the world. Well, she loved Black Sabbath, but other than that, she hated the world. Very, very uh, hard-edged gal. And uh, she would, from time to time, when we'd be walking around, you know, in, like, stores and stuff, she would uh, wear a T-shirt that uh, said, F you. Really big letters, but the le- all spelled out, not not the letter F. And let me tell you something, man. Getting into an elevator with her when she was wearing that shirt, she was just telling the world, I'm not interested in you. I am going to do it my way. Like she was actively trying to piss people off. And, and you just like this. I, as a world lover, as a world lover, this was an assault on your sensibilities? No, it was it was. No, she was my friend. We hung out all the time. It was, it was just never something. It was like... It's to tell you how two different personalities in one elevator, I'm trying to shrink away from it. And she's like, see my shirt? See, yeah, yeah. Everybody, I want you to know I only love one thing, Black Sabbath. <laughs> Everything else I hate. She was the person who, oh, I shouldn't say this. No, because, say it. Uh, no, I, well, it's, it's funny. Tell we, us. We were, uh, well, you know, we, we saw the Black and Blue tour together. You know what that was? That was uh, Black Sabbath and Blue Oyster Cult. So this is probably 1980, and uh, we were outside, and uh, it, we get this uh, idea that, uh, I don't know if I should tell this story. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just don't know if I should tell this story. Uh-oh. It was, it was like bragging, it, uh, put it this way, what it came to was uh, teenagers bragging about how high they were, but not really being on real street drugs. So the bragging was kind of like, you know, how many over-the-counter somethings that I took oh, just to brag I see. <laughs> back and forth to each other. And let me just say this. The number of what she told me that she had taken before the Black and Blue show, I don't know how her liver survived. Uh, 
On After Doctrine. Love it. Listen to it every day. The best show on the radio. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. Yo. I say that to uh, let the uh, kids know I'm relevant. Yo. Yo. Missed any of today's show? Do not worry. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by our friends at Findlay Roofing. <laughs> is, that to, is that for me? or is Yeah, that that's for you. The, the kids like you know you the saying kids. yo, and, and you're yeah. a lady with them. They're liking it. Well, oh, yeah, the, kids, the, kids the kids who are, say yo are now in their 40s. Yeah, the, right. kids, the kids are thinking, he gets me and I get him, and, and this uh, this older gentleman on the radio is relevant to me in my mind. That's, uh, that's what I hear in that... Uh, in that response. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do have an OnlyFans. Um, I sit there Friday nights for three hours in my underwear on the couch eating a big bowl of ice cream. Drinking your I Eric enjoy juice. enjoy that. What's that? You drink your Eric juice too? I drink some Eric juice and Can I tell some you? Uh, Neapolitan ice cream in my skivvies. Can I tell and, you? Uh, Tim Andrews yes? was doing that decades ago. Hey, it listen, I stole. Butter, it wasn't every, ice cream. It was oh, we don't butter. need to talk about that. Everyone knows <laughs> I've stolen my whole act from Tim Andrews. What you just brought up rings a bell. I can't. I do know that there was something like that that happened. Yeah. It was, was a long that, time ago. Was that with the Funky Bunch? Was <laughs> no, that no, no. Old show? I, was, I would get on Omegle or, or Chat Roulette oh, and dear. sit in my bed with the cam on me with no shirt on and spread peanut butter on my stomach and then oh, no, dip crackers Tim. into it. Wait, wait, just as a joke, or did people pay you for this? No, no, no. I did it as a joke, just to see what people would do. What was this on? Something like an old thing, like chat roulette or yeah, something? Exactly, or? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> Tim, stumble across it. Tim, do you have the... Please, if I you have, have these video videos, Greg, it. you got to send them. I'm going to put them on our Von Hester Doctor Instagram. All right. No, I don't know if that's good <laughs> for the, not the brand. I don't know if that's good for the brand. Uh, Greg it. Rush, you have, in fact, let the audience down. You're supposed to be here with stories from Studio B1. By my count, you haven't done a single story. Can I you have stick a story. around? Yes. Can you yes. stick around? All right. Then we'll do. We, we, we promised the audience we will do at least one story from Studio B One when we return. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Greg Russ rejoins us and uh, has thrown a promise out there that he will actually get to at least. One story from Studio B1 in this next half hour I or guarantee. so. <laughs> is it your guarantee? Yes. So, uh, Jared Yamamoto, is this video real of, of Drew Brees being struck by lightning while filming a commercial in South America yeah, somewhere? Apparently, this is in Venezuela overnight. So, this is just, I mean, this is absolutely crazy. I've got Wait, some well, audio of it. If you want to hear it's it, Venezuela. Does, do we do we do business? Do we do a lot of uh, business with Venezuela right now? It says he was filming a commercial in Venezuela, so I don't know what uh, okay. Venezuelan business he's. Maybe an oil company. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. It's a Sitco company. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, so this is well. First of all, it's weird because the story I'm looking at is uh, from Pro Football Talk. That's NBC. You know, Peacock, and they they start out with apparently. Like, there doesn't seem to be any confirmation from the Drew Brees camp that this was something that happened to him, or is he all right? I almost feel bad. Like, I don't want to find out. I don't want us to be all, you know, snarky about it and find out in an hour or something that he was really, really hurt. I have no that's That's where I am on this. I looked at it, and I thought, well, this is either phony or... <clears throat> 
uh, he's hurt. I have no idea. Uh, is there audio from it? Because I didn't, I didn't hear any audio. Yeah, I've got, I've got the audio right here. So here it is. Hey, Jalen Hurd. Drew's on set right now. He's uh, he's talking to his producers. Here it is. And then the whole thing goes white and light, right? And then it's and then everything goes out. Yes. basically. I mean, it hits uh, right on that set. But you would think that if that happened hours ago, that, that they would have gotten the word out that he's okay or. So I'm saying well, on is profootballtalk.com, it, they talk about it. DraftKings Nation, the spun. No, oh, I know. No confirmation. That, I'm looking through these. There's not a confirmation. There's not a confirmation from Drew Brees' camp. Like he's okay mm. or he's not okay or, you know, given I'm, I'm skeptical of everything I see on the internet. And I would think for hours having gone by, the Drew Brees' camp would have released something, saying something. So. Um, for now, we'll just say it looks wild. Um, once I find out he's okay, maybe we can <laughs> go back and forth on it. But I don't want to. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, get all uh, you know light and funny about it, and then find out in a couple hours that he was really hurt. I don't, you know. So hopefully he's okay. And I think I have an answer. Kind of fake. I think I have an answer to what he was shooting, though. It looks yeah. like he was. Uh, See, I think it's kind of fake. I, I'm going to put my money yeah, on it. It fake. looks fake. I'm going to put my money on it's fake because if it was hours ago. Definitely, his camp would have released something. He's okay. He's not okay. And in the video, I only watched it once, but you don't see him go down, right? You just see white flash, and then basically you're supposed to believe that that knocked all the electronics out or something. And, and, and they wouldn't they wouldn't be filming if there was uh, well a storm going on. <laughs> supposedly, this area of the world is known for that, so maybe the idea was to get that as a background. But yeah, it does seem I mean, like they could, want that. They wanted but that as the backdrop. It's a commercial, you... by the way. He was shooting for Points Bet Sports Book because yes. he's their uh, no, sponsor. Well, it's like, I'm okay, with Eric. Autumn. It's All fake. Right. Okay, hold on now. <laughs> we that's our opinion. I didn't hear him. Say, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's my. I agree with you. I agree with you. At this point, until I find out more, I'm going to guess that it's fake. Because I don't. It just it was hours ago, right? They would have if said it's not it was fake. overnight. Yes. If it's not then, fake, still somebody thought. Let's say this actually happened and Drew, God forbid, is hurt. Someone still posted the video. This is, you know, more commentary on that. I've got the video. I'm going to post it. Right. Yeah, that, 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 which if he really will be worth... was injured by being struck, then, yeah, they wouldn't have posted it. No, I well, think he would have. No, That's but how somebody people could have. Although this does look like the professional. This looks, if there was a commercial that was being shot, it looks like the, uh, it doesn't look like it comes from a smartphone from the side. Well, this right? video. So I don't know if we're watching the same videos. You can see the professional setup. There's a monitor. He's standing there. It looks like right. they're just getting ready to shoot the, yeah. the scene. And someone's filming on their phone. I'm, I'm going oh, frame okay. by frame. The light flashes in. The reaction of the people, the one person you can see in front of Drew, does seem to be real. You know, People aren't yeah. really good actors when they need to act. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just normal people. So it could uh, have happened. We just don't know. We I just can't wait that. for another sports book ad. You know what? I don't think we have enough of those. On, we don't on have it. Well, I'll tell you something, and I have brought this up before, and Greg, I, I know that you. I am a libertarian minded person. I believe in freedom, and I believe that people need to be their own police in, and take care of themselves. And 
I don't think we can fear freedom. And so if people want to gamble, I believe that they should be able to gamble. But man, oh man, we are being set up in three or four or five years. There is going to be so much trauma in this country of all the people who just, you know, you used to have to go, hey, remember up in uh, Western New York, Tim, like people would go to like off track betting. Yes. Like, you'd have to go to like this trailer looking thing and hang out with other guys smoking 800 cigarettes. I miss those. Small I was in there as a area. kid. In, as a those kid. Used to- they were still here when I moved to New York. They were all over the city. Yeah, but now it's in your hand on your smartphone, and oh. you get digital confetti that makes you feel good. And then they have these uh, things where they go, hey, here's a bet where you can't lose. And what that means is if you lose, you get your money back in more bets. Mm-hmm. So you get the value of what you lost in more bets. And, again, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm in favor of freedom, but I can tell you right now, that in four or five years, this is going to be a thing. It is going to be seen as a major addiction. And probably these sports uh, books are going to come under the kind of scrutiny that, uh, you know, uh, like Joe Camel or, uh, <clears throat> you know, just tobacco as this needs to be like attorneys general around the country at some point will be suing because they're going to find some some kind of piece of in, in-house data with the sports book that says that they knew that people's lives could be ruined or something, and they kept going. Whereas, of course, you don't need that data. I don't. I don't see that data, and I'm predicting the future right now. <laughs> if you, you you can you can bet on anything. You can bet on whether the next play is going to be a run or a pass. I mean, people who are addicted to that over under Eric. There's going to be a lot of conversations, uh, honey. <clears throat> we don't live here anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? We just moved in. Nah. I've been doing some gambling. I was on a real roll. I was on a real Turns roll. Turns out I bet on Marcus Marietta. Yeah. You know, you always said that you enjoyed that apartment complex. We're going back. We're going back. <laughs> hey, look, it's not like uh, you put all your money in FTX or anything like that. Well, that's a little kind of gambling as well, oh. is, is it not? Although uh, the difference between FTX gambling and sports gambling is sports teams are actually real. <laughs> <laughs> you are actually not just gambling on air. All right, Greg Ross, I can hear, I can sort of feel the tension with the crowd. Uh, we've been promised that we are going to get at least one story from Studio B1. So we'll do you see. have one? Maybe we'll get there. i got to finish putting in my bets. I always bet on the opening tip with basketball oh, that- games. That's, <laughs> which is something. That's a real thing. It really is. Said, is. That is a real and- thing. Of course it is. And when you do stuff with the gambling, I'm telling you, the digital confetti, I know I repeat myself, but that is the proof that human beings will lose to computers. The the fact that me, I I can be a critic of it, and when I get digital confetti, I feel good inside. Oh! (laughs) And and I'm a critic of it. But the fact that you can't stop yourself from emotionally feeling good when you see digital confetti flying on your smartphone is all the evidence you need that in the future, computers will win. Humans have no chance whatsoever. They will manipulate our emotions. You know, the computers aren't uh, emotional. They don't care. Give them some more digital confetti. What are we reacting to with digital confetti? (laughs) It's not real. Makes you feel good, though. It makes you feel good. I just like the idea that's how they actually take over, by giving us digital confetti. They're so dumb. We don't even need to kill them. Just give them digital confetti. No, just make them feel good about themselves. Make them feel joy (laughs) for no good reason. They'll turn the power over to you. They'll just hand it over to you. All right, when we get back, you better do at least one story for Studio B1, or this entire metro area is going to be pissed.
All right, uh, Greg, uh, the commissioner of the FCC has gotten in touch with us during the break to let us know that you are on the hook by force of law. You must now do at least one story false from Studio advertising B1. Is, It'd be yeah, false yeah, advertising it's otherwise. Big deal. It's a yeah, big it deal. Is. But all is a big deal, too, and TikTok gave me money, so I don't know if I can do this next story. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's TikTok payola, right? So it's a- <laughs> Uh, are you an, well, hold on, hold on. Wait, was, is that an announcement? Are you a TikTok influencer now? Is that uh, no, no, no. Your, your new side hustle? I was oh, with, look at uh, that. They love Greg Ross over on TikTok. Someone I used to work with in radio, I went with him. It was like record store day, so there was a promotion in a record store. And he would go buy these old albums, and he found some promotional albums sent to a radio station unsealed. So they still had the plastic wrap on the outside. And there was like a ten dollar bill inside. So it's like there was hey, listen, going on. money. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I got into an radio. Old, it was decades old ten dollar bill just sitting there. Yeah, locked I up. I tell like people I got in radio right at the end of the really really good times. I got into radio basically in '89, and uh, the all of the Great all of the good fun. You know, hey, here's a a ton of cocaine to add this single. You know, all those high flying days, the plugola, the payola. It was all against the law. It was always against the law, but for some reason the law was being enforced by the time I came around. So, no fun times for me. I didn't get. You hear all those stories about uh, uh, the cocaine and the women and the, everything that went on. The women overnights. The all of this stuff. And by the time I came in, it was just kind of like, "Hey guys, you want to get together after uh, and play some softball?" No. Have a few beers. Hey, no. That was about the fun that we had. You get some CBD in. and some Delta 8 every now and then. Well, that's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Delta 8. And now there's nobody around to even get a beer with, or you can even put a, a softball team together. Oh, I could put a softball team together. You'd have five people. So I, could, got I got a part of a team. First of all, I got you. I got my ringer. You're the guy. You're the athlete. Man, you get up there, knock it over the wall. I'm great in the outfield. I really am. The doctrinaires. We get our own uniforms. My oh. tracking. Unparalleled. You know what's happening now? It's by my clock. I'm over here okay. in my home studio. It's 10:24. You don't have a lot of time I, before I, I you are a false advertiser. So there's a a new Guinness record has been set. Uh, the most viewed TikTok in history, 2.2 billion <laughs> views. Oh, yeah. Eric, thank God. Hold it's on. Called. Nope. Yes. Stop. Stop. Don't. Don't. Stopping. Stopping. Hold on. Hold on. Because this has to be something profound. How many? How many times has this been uh, viewed? 2.2 billion with a B. Because, you know, immediately I would think, phew, in the whole world, you know, I, I would start with Shakespeare, but this must be more profound than that. I would imagine. Because, <laughs> you know, you think about Shakespeare all these hundreds of years later, people, so it's got to be something very, very um, profound, deep, got thought-provoking, I'm imagining. What, what, what exactly was it? You've got Hamlet with Shakespeare, and with yeah. TikTok, you've got Zach King's magic broomstick. An illusion where Zach King is flying on a broomstick. I do have to say it's a pretty cool illusion. It's set up with an electric skateboard and a mirror. He's a magician, yes. Okay. Uh, So how is it that I haven't seen this if everybody else in the world has seen it? Because you don't have TikTok. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not a moron. Okay. All right. I'm I'm not on uh, social media. That's what it is. I'm not seeing these things. You got to check it out. You like magic? Is it CGI? What is it? What is it? Uh, no, it's a practical how, effect. He claims it's a practical effect that just what does that two mean? of his buds did. That there's What's no it? altering after and post. There's no CGI. So he's saying he's flying around. It is pretty well, cool. Looks in, much in it's reality. Very, it's very Harry so, Potter esque. Oh. So no. So what is done? He, he reveals at the end what the trick is. And so the distance you see him looks like he's flying on a broomstick. He takes a turn, comes towards the camera. Then it shows that it's done with a mirror and an electric skateboard and a fake leg. 
Oh, so he shows you how it's That's done. That's clever. Yeah, it that. is. I have to say it's pretty cool. I couldn't figure okay, it out right. still so, even with the, the mirror. That's better than somebody, you know, you know, eating a Tide Pod or something. I'll, I'll give you that. It's, it's magic, uh, too. At least there was something. Yes, something. it was earned. Kids, by the way, the Von Hessler Doctrine position on that is, um, oh, yeah, don't eat Tide Pods. It's not good. <laughs> Turns out this one was good. earned. You're right. Compared to some of these where someone's just doing something dumb. And then they become the most viewed TikTok. You know, look, I put my jealousy aside and I say congrats yeah. to Zach you King. You know what? Hey, Zach King, Bruce. great job. You know what? He's being creative. He's been rewarded for it. Does he make money for being the most TikTok TikToker in the TikTok world? I, he's got to be monetized by that. I mean, those are some big numbers there. All right, Greg Russ, I think you have to go away because uh, George Stein is coming up next. Mm, and I don't I'll think he listening. cares... I don't think he really cares for you, so I can't have you on at the same time. That's a shame. So, I like Greg Russ, have yourself a great weekend. Okay, thanks, you too. Apparently, George Stein was called to court, right? Yeah, he got called in. He was trying his best to get here, and he apologized for not being able no, to get here. No, he didn't have to apologize. Listen, somebody needs uh, representation. I would hate for somebody, I would hate for an innocent person <laughs> to be judged guilty and be and go to jail because their lawyer was more interested in being on with me than doing. So it's uh, that's always the deal with uh, with George Stein. He's a very, very busy lawyer. And, and the paralegal show up instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is like the assistant. <laughs> well, hold on here, Your Honor. I, I can see here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. I had to go yeah. be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need that right there. It's going to defend you. Well, I'm not guilty. Till the end. <laughs> Till the end. Uh, so... Yeah, we absolutely understand that. So last night, <clears throat> I, I, is Tad from uh, B98 point whatever, is he still in the building at all? I'm looking you know? for him now. I've got my scouts on the move. He's uh, We're good friends, and he's a Patriots fan, and I'm a Bills fan. And I just wanted to did, – Tim, did you watch the game last yeah, night? Yeah, I, I watched the that, whole thing. Uh, did the Patriots just give up with like five minutes left? Yeah. Did I, they? I, I just This is stunning to me. I, I wanted to see what a fan – of the Patriots thought of that. It seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed like they were just kind of like, well, this one's over, which is kind of weird to me. There's a video of Mac Jones absolutely losing it on the offensive coordinator. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, no, yeah, the offensive coordinator who is, well, this is not a sports show. We can't get in that deep, but he's uh, the guy who used to be the Lions coach who his whole career before this, yeah, was being defense and now he's calling plays. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of just kind of weird what's happening there. I would like to know, even though this is not a sports show, I would like to know uh, what uh, what a Patriots fan thinks about that. It was uh, one of the first times that I've watched Thursday Night Football on Amazon all the way through. You know, I think that uh, Al Michaels still got it. Can I just say that? He's 80. Our guy, 2 chains. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> We love to yes. change. <laughs> that was hilarious. What do you Because I get. What do they do? They have two chains is the host of a music show that happens on Amazon something right after every Thursday night game, right? And so they yeah. have two chains is the host. I got a feeling that they were all shot like you know eight weeks ago or something, right? They were all filmed like eight videoed. Yes. I don't think they're live. Otherwise, I mean, two chains is going to keep coming back every Thursday to do something. No, he's a probably, busy guy. Yeah, I'm sure that they I'm sure that they, you know, filmed, videoed, whatever, all of these things before. But that was yeah, that was funny. But I just saying for eighty years old, I, I just think you know, let's let's take a moment and say, you know, he's not he's not uh, he's not embarrassing himself up there. I think Herb Street is very good. Um what's not good on Thursday night football 
the graphics. Oh, it's terrible, Pac. All the opening animation thing and uh, the, the TNF logo with the, the music Amazon too. Prime The music's thing. bad, too. It doesn't have a football feel to it. Like, you know, like when you're watching yeah. Fox, da 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 or yeah. CBS, it's got a good feel to it. I don't, I don't I'm not That animation that looks like something from like, I don't even know, like 1998 or something, you know? And uh, if you look on the microphone flag, the uh, the the logo for TNF, and it's got the Amazon, you know, a smile thing arrow underneath it. It looks like, uh, you know, it's a very uh, first year graphics art student looking. <laughs> you know, it's good. There's, there's nothing special about it at all. Well, Thursday night, which is mind blowing to me. This, this, this is the owned by the what second or third richest person in the world. Well, they spent so much money to get the rights from the NFL that they had to cut on the logo budget there. So once <laughs> they got it, that's, that's how they were able to work it out. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Man, it was Stefan Diggs. A... <laughs> <laughs> they're pushing all the... all the. Uh, it's like all a commercial for Prime stuff. Oh, yeah. But what is that? Stefan who was, who was that? Stefan Diggs. Yeah, this is not a sports show, but you are right. It's, it's interesting. Mac Jones... Uh, throwing f bombs around, Hunter Henry. yelling at people. Excuse me, now, Michael. So who's that? I just wanted to say, Hunter Henry. <laughs> what about what's coming up on uh, the marvelous? What was that? That show I should the be marvelous watching. Mrs. Maisel about a comedian, a lady comedian in the fifties and sixties, which seems doesn't seem realistic, but uh, it makes people happy. <laughs> oh, what do you say now? You don't find the female comedians funny? What? Are you, not a fan of? Uh... <laughs> well, I'm not getting into that. I love Sarah Silverman, but uh... anyway, be careful, first, Alan. First you, down. Remember, you got in trouble a couple weeks ago for saying yeah. that only little girls like Taylor Swift. Oh, our little yeah. girl, my little grand, my granddaughter. My granddaughter is looking forward to. Uh... Taylor Swift and hanging out with two chains. Well, they, uh, was that wrong? I, I think that is the next. Is their next Thursday night game uh, the Charger? No, I mean uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe. Because if that's true, then we get to hear Al talk oh, about uh, Juju, Juju. Smith Schuster and Marquez Valdez Scantling. <laughs> it's a tough one for your teeth. I say up a echo. Juju, who is a Juju, Juju Smith Schuster? <laughs> And Marcus? No, he's no Mohammed Sanu. <laughs> I was practicing him last night watching the game, just repeating the things that he was saying. And that guy talks so fast, and he is so alert as to what's going on in the game. I'm like, saying, to your point, yes. He's, he's, he's still on him. He's got the old man teeth sloshy thing. We all will, right? I guess that's the thing that comes with it. You fix, you fix your teeth in your 70s, and then you when he, slosh a little bit. But he's I mean, older as far than, as his brain goes, he's still on it. He's older than Pat Summerall was when Summerall, Summerall really? retired. And it's like you get to picture like uh, uh, John Madden wheeling him in in a wheelbarrow because he couldn't move. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Pat Summerall, I don't. Now we're really getting to. No, references. but he had a great voice. Yeah. He had the most. I, if Pat Summerall would have sat next to my bed and just spoken to me as I went to sleep at night, Pat Summerall, who was a player before he was a an announcer, I think he played for the Giants. Yep. <clears throat> um, he had the most comforting voice ever. On broadcasting, I don't know where it came. It was like vanilla wrapped in butter, uh, with a little splash of teddy bears. Thanks, John, Eric. <laughs> Go ahead and put your head on the pillow. Oh, yes, he yeah. did golf too. He was like Jim Nance. He did golf. 
Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> do you even remember Pat Summerall, Jared? The John Madden's. Uh, I do. I do. Longtime partner. Obviously, you know, Matt, I was a huge fan of Madden. I still play the video game now. Ranks online. No big deal. Uh, are, yeah, what are you, 4,325 in the I world? think I'm higher than that now. I'm actually really good in the new one. I've uh, figured out a couple of little tricks. Especially no, I've never played. I have no hand-eye coordination, so I've never played Madden or anything like that. Is Pat Summerall's voice in there anywhere? No, no, no. They've they've got the the current CBS announcers, I believe, are the. But ones in the that, old ones, from the very beginning, they must have had Summerall. Oh, they had him, I and mean, because somebody yeah. would get hurt and go, "Oh no!" Yes, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd hear. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, and it would be like a torn ACL. Oh no! It's, oh no! <laughs> uh, Autumn, anything to bring it out? I can't do Madden. Well, Autumn was texting me. She wants to let us know that. On, on Thursday night next week, it's not uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's the Raiders and Rams next week. So thank you oh, okay. for sending that All text right. to me. You're welcome. You're off the hook. <laughs> You're off the hook there, Al. You don't have to say Juju. What is that? Juju, Juju Smith. But I said Carson Wentz. No, Jared Goff. Which one is it? <laughs> You've got uh, the Rams. That's a uh, Matthew Stafford. That's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> he had a concussion. He had a what? Concussion. <laughs> thank you, Al Michaels. <laughs> but this is the same guy who in 1980 was, uh, do you believe in miracles? Yeah. USA Hockey. I mean, my goodness, been around forever. Well, good for him. You know, as somebody who is aging myself, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I'm actually older now than I used to be. What? I, uh, I've gotten to the point where I, I look at 80-year-olds and go, okay, maybe, I yeah, suppose. I, I can't imagine it. But good. Yes? Yeah, I you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's older than that guy. <laughs> Al Michaels is older than that guy. That's crazy. And he's able- That's insane. <laughs> That's okay. Back in the day, we had a Gigi Smith-Schuster. I'm kidding. This guy, oh, he could just run. He would just run up and down. He would run all the way to the end zone, get right down there, about a touchdown, turn around, run back. No joke. Got to say flanker back anytime you mentioned that. By the way, back here, I was a flanker back. And you know what's hard about that? As, as I told you, if I had you running in front of me when I was playing flanker back, I could have been an All American, man. <laughs> could have been big. Could have been big. No joke. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not kidding. That's not being hyperbolic. Nobody thought that it was a joke. No, no, no. Nobody's I'm not laughing. being. It's not hyperbole. Look, you hear people laughing. Nobody's laughing. No, Nobody everybody's laughing in my head. Everything's. I'm a comedian. I'm not a comedian. Look, I'm president. Look. Hey, hey, Mr. President, Why? I think somebody's about to jump. Don't look, don't jump. I look up and said, hey, hey, Josh, don't jump to Josh Allen. He's a good guy. He's California. Couldn't have done it without you. No. Hi there, baby. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> hey, Me baby. Too. How are you, Hi, baby? baby. Yeah. How are you, baby? <laughs> don't jump. <laughs> it sounds like lost footage from uh, like baby? some like the director's cut of the 1960s version of Ocean's Eleven or something. <laughs> How are you, How baby? Are you, baby? We did Joe so Biden. much, no one knows the effects of it yet. That picture is that true? Of him. No, that no even... one knows the effects of it. You see that picture of him on Thanksgiving where he's just walking down the street and he sees these girls in the window, so he just comes up and stares in their window. <laughs> is he, is he, like, was he walking around his neighborhood in he Delaware? Was wa- or he was walking someplace and, and they, these girls are knocking on the window and he sees them. He just walks up and stares at them. Hey, hey, hey man. what are you doing in there? Hey. Can't smell you through the glass. <laughs> God, I love to go there sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, keep on walking. Hey, we found uh, Tad in the meantime hey, here. Tad, Tad, put on some headphones, buddy. Sit down. i got to ask you a question. And he probably didn't hear me because he doesn't have the headphones on. How can I tell him to put on his headphones? He's put on he Tim's headphones. Get... There we go. He's turning the mic right. on now. Tad. Yes, sir. 
you, I, I'm, I'm uh, asking, you and I are very good friends. Would you not say that you and I are good friends? I mean, the pandemic came between us a little bit, but... <laughs> the fact we're, that we're, you responded to my text last night tells me everything wow. I need to know. Uh, well, that, hey, now you're going to make it up the doctrinaire is jealous, because I never respond to their texts. So you're, coming to, you're causing some problems. Um, I, I Honestly, so Tad and I are friends. Tad's from the New England area. And uh, he's a Patriots fan. I'm a Bills fan. I got to ask you a question about last night, a serious question. Okay. Um, did, did the Patriots, like, give up with, like, five minutes left? As a, as a fan of the Patriots, did it feel like they just kind of stopped trying? I wouldn't know, Eric, because I do the morning show on oh, You're no fan. No. I have to get uh, a let me ask you a question. If, if the Patriots had been winning at halftime, would you know? Would yes. you have stayed up? And this is honest. I mean, wouldn't you be this? If you had to get up at 4 yes. o'clock in the morning, yes. wouldn't you operate would the, the same, same way? Thing. So I stay, and I, I actually get annoyed because they kept me in far too long. <laughs> like, I wish that they had given up, you know. <laughs> I wish they hadn't scored a touchdown because that showed me that they're capable of scoring a touchdown. And that kept you up for a little bit longer, another 30 or 45 minutes that you could have gotten some good rest overnight. Absolutely. Right. I understand that. Beginning of um, third quarter, though, um, like that first when they threw the pick when Mac Jones threw the pick yeah. the earliest pick in the third quarter that I was like okay okay it now was night night time right we're moving <laughs> it was on night night time well we're I on think to Cincinnati that, well I'm not uh, I'm not trying to mock here because uh, you guys still have the uh, historic edge over my f- favorite franchise but uh, I think that if you get online or however you go back and forth with your fellow fans I, I think some people are going to be wondering about that it just seemed like they just had. They just, like, stopped with five minutes left and went, eh, this one's over. Total hey. junior varsity team. <laughs> hey, hey, Belichick's probably getting more out of them than he should. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he's still a great coach, or is he not? There's something weird going on there. This is not a sports show, Tad. We appreciate you. How dare you. I? How dare well, I? <laughs> what are you, the morning show over there, B98 point whatever? Is that what it is? What is it? Point, uh, uh, point five. Point? 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Look what you did, Tad. You ran the music out. Thanks, Tad. Appreciate it. <laughs> Seriously entertaining. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Weekdays, 9 to noon. On 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. I know this isn't a sports show, (laughs) but did you see that touchdown pass from Josh Allen where it looked like he was going to go out of bounds across his body? That was beautiful. Even Autumn. I bet you if if I could convince Autumn to watch that highlight, she would go, that's extraordinary. Did you hear about Drew Brees? Hey, Drew Brees. Let's not. We we don't know if he's all right. So don't, I texted. It, you know. it appears that it that it's not real. That's what it, what it looks like. So hey, I texted. On, who are the smart people on the panel? Me and Autumn. That's right. We are the ones. We're we're the ones protecting you, the our fellow doctrinaires, and our audience from scams. Because why? We're smarter than you. So just accept that and follow. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I sent that uh, that play that uh, Josh Allen touchdown highlight because I have this. Uh, it's almost like a scientific interest. I know that Autumn does not care about sports at all, but there's a lot of things that I don't care about. But I can see, like, I'm not into ballet, right? You know, you never see me at the local ballet. 
Anybody seen me show up at the local ballet? Yeah, there's some incriminating photos, but we won't that talk about it. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs> you do I have that I'm, doppelganger on the second floor. think I'm on the record <laughs> on that one. But I can see, I've seen uh, moments from ballets where I went, oh my goodness, that is unbelievable. Meaning, I don't have to be into ballet myself to be able to say, oh, that's amazing. And so I don't know how, if Autumn would have the ability to look at this and go, I don't care about this, but yeah, this is pretty amazing. So I just watched it. Yes. And I thought, oh, did he throw that on like his tippy toe? He was cool. just about out of bounds. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. He also had that. a he also had a two hundred and eighty pound guy dragon on him. And well, that's what also, I'm saying. Like it's it seemed like he was on his very tippy toe and then threw it and that's cool. That's all. He, that's all. I that's all. Okay. And I, I get okay, but you can appreciate he's pretty good at what he does. When he's yeah, doing looks, it well. Looks like he did a good job there. Well, good for him. Good for him. You would uh, you'd treat him nicely. Well, you treat he'd pick you up and throw you over his shoulder. That's what yeah. Autumn likes. She likes guys that pick her up and throw her over guys. their shoulder. Yeah. How are Guys. you, baby? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that you could pick her up and throw you a, you know, you're a little frail. You're a little heavy. Oh, <laughs> wait. President joke. Biden. I don't know. Look. dare you? No, no, no joke. I mean, I'm, I'm an old man. I can't be lifted. I can't. I got, I okay. Okay. <laughs> Autumn, you have anything to say there? Because I want to apologize for the President of the United States because I think that was uh, not gentle, gentlemanly like at all. <laughs> old men yes. can get away with a lot. As long oh, as they I keep their, as long as they keep their hands to themselves. Oh Old my god, men. you look so nice today. You know that's what you do. You just distract yeah. them. Like, oh yeah, I hey. pet my cat. Is there anything I'll worse than an old man who's handsy? <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not Ew, a woman, no. so I don't deal with it. But that got to be the worst thing in the world with the hands all over you. Hey, it's not lady. usually hands. It's saying stuff and like oh. looking at you up and down. Oh yeah, you know? flexing on you like this. Well, yeah, if only what. I was forty years younger. Well, like, well, I am for sixty. Well, I tell you what, no one's ever done as much as president as this administration is doing. Period. <laughs> Uh, what, what about Lincoln? Uh, can, can, we, can I throw in Lincoln? He didn't have as many states. <laughs> How about Washington? He kind of invented the position. He only had 13. I Look, I got 50 so or more. I don't know, a lot. <laughs> I hadn't heard that audio before. Look, uh, I'm, what are we doing? he crossed the Delaware. I'm from Delaware. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll tell you what we're not doing. Oh, I I know we need. Well, this is uh, Jared is Pulse Enter- Entertainment News International Stanley from mm-hmm. uh, a band that's much like Kiss on their final farewell tour. Uh, Jared Yamamoto, my producer and lead researcher, researcher, I think is trying to kind of uh, I don't know whatever whatever amount of time you're going to have on this show. I think he's trying to squeeze that down into less because he told me that he wanted he kept using the term we can we can do a edging segment and I thought wow we can't do that that doesn't seem right and what he meant somehow what he meant was that we jam mailbag Paul Stanley and free audio association all into one thing what this am is I, more dog talk am I Santa Claus or something I don't have a giant sack of letters <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why. Why are you trying to uh, bring... Why don't you want to just do Paul Stanley? Why do you want to do other things? Well, you we just have, want to leave stuff on the table. We have 13 pieces of audio, oh. six open mics. We have to play them. We have 13 pieces of audio. There's Doesn't a law, that... Eric. FCC. <laughs> we can do Paul Stanley. That's fine with me. Paul's There's getting... billions of stars in the sky. We don't have to 
count them all before <laughs> noon. I mean, just because there's 13 pieces of audio. I've tried that. You are the host of the show, so you decide. We have a choice. Paul oh, Stanley, mailbag, or guess, free audio. Somebody was put in his place if he's admitting that now. He was the, I guess he's been sat down and told to back off. If he's finally admitting that I am the host of the show. <laughs> it's been difficult, but I, I finally admit it. Speaking of difficult, Paul Entertainment News International Stanley is difficult if we ignore him. So let's do that. Hi, it's Paul Stanley, and this is Paul Stanley Presents, the latest in music and entertainment news, only on the Von Hessler Doctrine. This is where I have to step in again and say that my lawyers advise that we let you know that this is actually Paul Entertainment News International Stanley, in case he says something that could, you know, get the real guy canceled or something. Yeah, you don't want to get the real Paul Stanley canceled, because what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Yeah, he'll be broke and homeless. He'll be sad. Yeah, you don't want him to be sad, I would hate for him to be sad. Yeah, because you love him. It'll be like all those years ago when he didn't have an ear. Yeah, now he has an ear, and uh, the <laughs> worst part that he found out is that he can better hear the criticism. Yeah, and he's kind of thin-skinned. Probably doesn't so, like but that. But I think very. overall, yeah, I think overall he likes having an ear now, though. I would. Could he hear out of it, or it's, is it cosmetic? It was just like, a hole. It, right, but I mean, could he hear out of that hole before? No, he, he, when you say he didn't have an ear, did he just not have the outer ear? No, uh, you know, I don't think he could hear out of it. He's different, differently able. Okay, well, now that they put the new thing in, does that mean that's cosmetic, or can he actually hear now? The ear that was grown on the mouse is cosmetic. <laughs> like, like, is that like a meme, like one of those hats you get at Disneyland? Like the, 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 the mouse ears? Well, yeah, kind of, but you don't sew those onto people's bodies. Okay, all right, very good. Well, I'm, however it is, if you're happy, or he's happy, we're happy to have Paul Entertainment News International Stanley to uh, do some entertainment news. All it's right. right there in your name. Yeah, here we go. Listen, you guys excited? It's the 10th anniversary for Shaky Knees, the music festival in, in downtown Atlanta. Well, do you get excited or do you just look at uh, what the who's coming to town? That's well, what we listen decide. To the, listen to this lineup of, of famous what about bands. Kiss? They coming to town? No, there's no Kiss. We don't do festivals. Oh, We're come on. Come on, Paul. Maybe Bonnaroo. Have you guys ever done Bonnaroo? Have Kiss ever been the headliners of Bonnaroo? I, the answer to that question is very weird because I don't know yet. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. That's a good, weird answer. Thank yes. you. I appreciate it. But this year you have uh, the Killers, who are a good rock and roll band. One of the last. One of the last kind of like uh, band bands that came along, right? They've been around since what? Like 2008 or something? Yeah, and or... a good name, too, the Killers. Yeah. Were they from Vegas? Uh, I don't know a whole lot about them, but I, they just look like a real band to me, and there aren't there aren't many of those around anymore. So, well, what about go. Greta Van Fleet? They're playing they're as fun. well. I, don't I liked them I, better when they were called Led Zeppelin, but they're all right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I they don't they know. tried. I mean, the problem with them is they, they tried. What is that? Your review is well, that the kind of, no, Let me tell you. Let me ask you something. If you lived your life as an entertainer, went out, people bought tickets, and the review was they tried. Would you feel good <laughs> about yourself? I think the problem with Greta Van Fleet, in my opinion, is that a lot of times they're opening for uh, like a Metallica or something like that and they have yeah. to have their volume down when Greta Van Fleet no, is hurts. able to have their audio all the way up and volume all the way up they sound really really good and they can fill the room well but unfortunately when you're an opener you just can't yeah. you can't maximize no it's true you notice that with uh, you know most bands that uh, open for the Stones don't do that well because the Stones won't let you use all of the sound you know you're in right. a stadium and you can't turn on you can't turn all the speakers on. Yeah, so. and you'll be like even for like concerts, for example, at Mercedes Benz, when they have those restrictions, 
you'll hear people talking and stuff because it's so low. And it's like, come on, I just blast it up. You know, it's funny you bring that up. And Paul Entertainment News International, Stanley, you could speak to this as as well. Mm-hmm. You hear these stories about how for the Bruce Springsteen tour and Taylor Swift that there's $5,000 tickets and $9,000 tickets. And we've talked about, I don't think it's possible that there could be a show that good. No. You could walk out and go, hey, that, that was worth $9,000. Absolutely not. No it's way. about being there. But what's even worse is, let's say that it's like, oh, you know what? I'm... I'm 76. I've I've loved Bruce Springsteen my whole life. I've never gone. I'm gonna pay. I've got money. I've got fu money. I'm gonna pay four thousand dollars. I'm gonna pay actually eight thousand dollars because I'm gonna take my wife or my kid or whatever. And then you get there. Imagine how annoying other people talking while oh they're playing God. becomes when you've <laughs> paid nine thousand dollars for a ticket. I'd run out there. It's and bad fight enough them. when you've paid two fifty. What? I'd run out there and start fighting them. Shut up. God, when I was at Roger Waters, and there's nothing more. I mean, the entire stage took up all of State Farm Arena. The screen took it. There could, you, if you can't be distracted by what's going on in a Roger Waters show. And right behind me for probably 45 minutes of the show, just people standing on the railings, talking to each other, and seemed belligerent about the fact that Roger Waters was drowning them out. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, no, no, hey, I got something to say here. I can't believe it, too, with those effects, too. I mean, he's really... Uh, I mean, how, are, how do you talk through that? that? That's to me is like, okay, if it's, uh, I don't know, if it's, uh, if it's some singer-songwriter and, you know, maybe they're just kind of strumming away, I, I get it. But there's, you know, there's bombs going off. There's lasers. There's a pig. And still, you got, yeah, we're thinking about uh, redoing the deck next weekend. <laughs> this has to be spoken about now? <laughs> this loudly? Yeah, well, that guy won't turn his stuff down. Have you ever seen my deck? <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> This is an interesting headline from the New York Times. Zelensky proposes banning religious groups affiliated with Moscow. Well, from what I understand, he's a saint, so he should know best what religion should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed in Ukraine. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Whatever he wants, right? Only Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism will still be allowed. Well, listen, as long as you decide. Like I say, from the media that I've understood about you, you are a complete and total virginal saint. It is true. So so, uh, you can do no wrong. So you just pick and choose which religions will be allowed and which political parties will be allowed. And uh, as far as the West goes, the freedom lovers over here, we'll just rubber stamp it. But that's not entertainment news. Paul Entertainment News International, Mm. Stanley. I do have another story. Okay, all right. I want to. I want to get to your other story because you know that. Did you have you been listening to the show? Yeah, Uh, I listen all the time because I've. I was talking about how I have a pre-New Year's resolution, which is uh, to actually do the things that we tell the audience that we're going to do. So when we start a segment, usually we start the segment and then we don't do it. And now my pre-New Year's resolution, so I'm kind of workshopping it here in the month of December, is that uh, we will actually do the things we tell the audience that we're going to do. So go ahead, hit me with another entertainment story. All right. Well, 2022 in music, the top streaming music from Apple Music and Pandora has been it released. It all sucked. Who cares? You well, know not all of it. I Come mean. on. It all. What wasn't? What didn't? All right. Justin Bieber and the kid Lori's. Stay earn the top. The I don't know. Yeah, have you heard this? This is no, pretty I good. Guy. No, Come no, on, Paul, this that. is good. Listen, uh, look. It sounds like a ringtone. 
It does sound like a ringtone. Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, it's about to break <laughs> down here. <laughs> hello. Okay. Oh, shut up with the auto tune. Shut up. I know the song. Huh? I know this song. Why does everybody mumble? I don't understand it. It was all over TikTok for a while too. Oh, sounds like TikTok uh, really is like the the hit maker. I these can't days. wait till yeah. it's banned. Uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, that all that auto tune stuff sounds like a choir of mosquitoes singing to me. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the typical like blah, blah, uh, auto tune. No, no, but it's about. there. No, it's there though. It's there. That's not the voice. That's let's hear it again. It's there. It's okay. there. There, there are different levels. Listen, do you want to have a hit? You're not just going to let people hear your singing voice. That is Here so comes the Ken Leroy. I do the same thing. I told you that I never would. Yeah. I told you I changed. Nobody else as good as you. I need you to There's stay. nine million songs that sound just like this right now. Yeah. I'm me. It sounds like me, a boy me, band. Me. Let me tell you a story about me and I and me and you don't know me and you should know me and let me tell you why you should respect me more than you do. Yeah, okay, I never heard that before. <laughs> me, me, I, 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 me. He goes, okay, I'll give you some resume, but the whole concept here is you need to respect me because I'm me and I. Well, Jared, is that me, what that song's I. about? Why don't you earn No, the but it doesn't matter. Earn oh, okay. <laughs> You know what I? I it seems like all that's what I always hear from rappers. No matter what they're rapping, I hear me, 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 I, 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 and this is and you respect and yeah, me because I because I'm me and I'm I'm. Uh, there's a little bit of rap. Yeah, there's a, a hint of a it, but, but 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 it was more on the pop charts for sure with uh with the kid Leroy for sure. But I mean, what if he wanted the kid Vaughn? To be I on miss the track? Frank Sinatra. What if he wanted the kid Vaughn? To <laughs> I be... did it my way. <laughs> respect me. Me, me, I. This is why. <laughs> I mean my, I mean my, I mean Oh, yeah. So what do you have it's to say I mean about mine, that? I mean mine, not I mean mine. I mean mine, I mean mine. Same thing. Oh. I hate the Beatles. I, I know you, Paul Stanley, <laughs> finally. You have admitted the truth. Finally. All right, Paul Entertainment News International Stanley, as we have to refer to you because of our lawyers. I hope that you feel that this was well worth it for you because I had a very good time. Always. But you need to go back to your final, final. We swear to God it's our last farewell tour because... We got some dog talk coming up. Wow. From that music, I believe it must be time for dog talk. But very quickly, before we get to Hondo, Neil Hondo Williamson, and Bill Cayaccio, I do want to take a moment here to say it's December 2nd. December means holiday season. Holiday season means Clark's Christmas Kids. And that means that once again, for the 32nd time, we are, all of us together, Clark Howard, the rest of us, all of you listeners, are going to once again make sure that every foster child in the state of Georgia wakes up with not only gifts under the tree, but gifts that they had requested under the tree. There's a hybrid system that seems to be working better than ever. You can, you can go to Clark's, excuse me, ClarksChristmasKids.com and you can search out the children, their ages, gender, three gifts that they'd like to have. You could buy one, two, or three of those, or you can just donate money, or you can actually show up today at uh, three o'clock. Mark Aram, 
Clark Howard and myself will be at the Walmart on Mansell Road in Roswell. From We'll be on the air from 3 to 6. You can shop and give from 3 to 7. We will have a blast out there. But again, if you can't do that, there's ClarksChristmasKids.com. And then Saturday, it's the Walmart by the Big Chicken, right? That's the best way to put it. That's right. right. 210 Cobb Parkway South. That's in Marietta. Yeah. And that's going to be in the morning, right? That's going to be, what, uh, 10 in the morning? 9 or? to noon, just Nine like our slot, noon. but on Saturday. Dave Baker's leading that one. Dave Baker. Well, excuse oh, me, Dave. I'll, What's that? Forgot to turn my microphone on. I'll be at that one. You know I'll be there, and I'll be wearing thought, my Santa shorts and my hat and my fake beard. I uh, I assumed that your mic was on, but you would just happen to be in the crawl space. <laughs> I was uh, in the crawl space. You got, got... <laughs> let's let's play that let's play that UGA music again to get in the spirit, so we can turn uh, our attention to uh, Bill Caiaccio and Neil Honda Williamson. Uh, big SEC championship game tomorrow, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's your number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs versus the number 14 ranked LSU. However, Bill or Hondo, either you can take this one. Uh, I just heard on our own very news that uh, this is the one of the only programs that Kirby Smart has not uh, beaten in the SEC. That right? is correct. LSU, uh, LSU yeah. and Ole Miss. They've played... Uh, twice since Kirby's been the coach at Georgia, uh, 2018, and then in the 2019 SEC Championship game, Georgia lost both of those and lost to Ole Miss in Oxford in Kirby's very first season. Now, this LSU team, uh, the dude from Notre Dame is down there now, right? Brian Kelly. Uh, Brian Kelly. Yeah. Uh, they're play, probably, will we say, this is more than we expected from LSU this year, although they have lost three, and they lost uh, they lost last week as well. But um, are they punching above their weight right now? They're about where people thought they would be with – is this Kelly's first year? Yeah, I think he's done an amazing job, frankly. They were 5-5 five and five in, the, in the COVID year, 6-7 and seven last year. Kelly came in, and he inherited a roster with 39 scholarship players on it. Cleaned up Coach O's roster over there. Well, (laughs) Coach O, how do you feel about the new coach? You know what I think right now? All I think about is the lady on my left and the lady on my right. (laughs) Your Bayou Bunnies, huh? Bayou Baby Bunny. Bayou Bunnies. Okay. Very good. Yeah, but I mean, you got 39 guys on your roster or scholarship players. That's phenomenal to come out and and do what they've done this year, beat Alabama, and they're you know they're hoping to beat Georgia tomorrow. And yeah, yeah, that's, oh, they're they're that's a good that's a really hey where are you? I feel like uh, Clint Eastwood should be here with us talking to I'm, an empty chair. Well, no, I'm here. If you <laughs> is there not a monitor there? Where yeah, my there's a monitor. I'm in my uh, I'm in my home studio. Do you see who's over my shoulder there? Hondo, can you see who's, who's over my shoulder? Uh, uh, I, I see. That's, uh, that Josh Allen. That's Jake uh, Fromm. Yeah. Jake yeah. Fromm. Yeah, it's Jake Fromm. <laughs> Who is it? Is it Jim Kelly? <laughs> it's, it's it's fifth round Buffalo Bills draft pick Jake, <laughs> Jake Fromm. <laughs> all right. So uh, obviously uh, we're number one. They're number fourteen. We're yeah. undefeated. They're they've lost three, including last week. What Texas A and M? So uh, seventeen and a half. I think is the uh, the official spread uh what do we need to look for i know uh, coach kirby smart's always going to tell me they, they've got a guy they've got a kid who does a thing that we yeah. have to keep an eye on and they got 
a whole team that I never beat. And yeah. So we got to just, you know, <laughs> be on the lookout for that guy. Don't be thirsty. He's very thirsty. And, and hungry. And, and hungry. <laughs> and if he's going to be eating a sandwich and drinking water while we're playing him, we'll be not worrying about it at all. And we're going to be the hunters, baby. Yeah, right. That's right. Not the hunted. Yeah. I think the guy to look for for LSU is uh, Jaden Daniels, the quarterback. I mean, he's, he's rushed for more yards than anybody on their team. He's, the, he's obviously their best passer, and he has a little bit of a sprained ankle. That's going to be a question mark, I guess, tomorrow, Hondo, to see how healthy he is. But uh, Brian Kelly says he's going to play. Yeah, they say he's ready to go. He's terrific talent. Um, what you're going to see with him, as opposed to some of the other mobile quarterbacks that we've seen this year, are more designed runs. Okay, they're going to they're going to set him up for a lot of designed runs. When you think of Hendon Hooker, and you think, oh, the guy can you know can move around in the pocket and all that, but you know he. he he had fewer designed runs than what they're going to do with Jaden Daniels tomorrow. And they've got three other running backs, one of whom Josh Williams has been hurt and been resting for two weeks. He's their big power back, and he's expected back full force tomorrow as well. Defensively, I'd keep an eye on a couple of guys. they got a freshman, Perkins. He had four sacks against Arkansas. He's got seven and a half on the year, and he can uh, come off the edge and cause some problems for your quarterback. And then uh, B.J. Ojolari is um, another linebacker who's coming off the edge, and B.J. has five sacks this year. His brother Aziz played for us, playing in the NFL right now. But those are a couple of guys that I keep an eye on for LSU. Well, if uh, if you make sure that your tickets are real tickets, apparently, because uh, Attorney General uh, Chris Carr says uh, this event will present an opportunity for scammers to exploit consumers through the sale of fake, void, or stolen tickets on the secondary market, yeah. which I'm assuming there's only secondary market tickets probably available at this right, point. Right, right. Basically what they were saying yesterday was uh, if you're going to get tickets, go through one of those uh, ticket, you know, one of the reputable sites. and yeah, like a right. StubHub or something. Right, but if you go through... Hey, they didn't pay us any money. What, what are you, what, what are you shilling <laughs> for StubHub? I didn't say a name. You did, Jared. No, no, no. Jared did. I'm, I'm just guilty. wondering if he's got some sort of side hustle there, going on. I want some, some of that money. They yeah. did yeah. Ticketmaster or StubHub. I'm just right. in the studio sponsored by Breda Test management. There you go, Hondo. Hey, I like there. it, yes, sir. There, <laughs> there. there's and some critters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Georgia did last week. We handled the bugs last week. You know, I was there the day that the whole Breda, uh, you don't have to be afraid of slogan came out. Right. <laughs> We're all sitting in a room. This is I great. remember that day. I was high as hell. Dave <laughs> <laughs> Baker. Right. You know, we're on the air. Oh, sorry. I thought we were just shooting a breeze. <laughs> we were, we're sitting in Matt Breda's office, and Matt said, yeah, I got a neighbor who says, you know what you ought to say is, at Breda, you don't have to be afraid of bugs. Look and at that. Mike Watkins and I and another guy were sitting there. We went, that's great, man. You should use that. And the third guy ended up writing the jingle that you hear. And, and then you passed the bong the and you came up with some other slogan. <laughs> yeah. Here's the here's the good news. Here's the good news for people. Much like uh, the documentary Get Back, there is an eight-hour documentary that will be available. Oh, yes. Of of this writing session that oh, happened at WSB. This uh Famous writing session. Oh, the amount of time and effort we put into all of our spots and commercials here on WSB is just remarkable. The part where you see Hondo just put his head down and create that jingle. Yes, Paulie, I've got an idea for you. Why don't you rhyme it with... Call it the Widowmaker. Hobnail boot. <laughs> it's eight hours long. Every minute of this captivating. It's, uh, you see the inner workings, right? You see how the magic is made. That's um, the important thing. How many times right, should the dog say roof? Everybody, everybody, 
And by everybody, I mean Hondo and Bill Cayaccio. Yes, sir. Let everybody know the programming right here on WSB that will be available tomorrow. All right, very good. Noon, we start with Dog Talk pregame. That's Jeff Dantzler and Kevin Butler. Then at 1 o'clock, it's the Axia Tailgate Show tomorrow with Lauren Smith, Scott Howard, Eric Zier, DJ Shockley, and yours truly. Kickoff just after 4 o'clock right here on your Home of the Dogs, Eric. Thank you, guys. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. The Von Hessler Doctrine. It's so improv and so real and so funny. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. I'm looking at uh, Tim Andrews' uh, show art. A little art card for our show. Mm. And by the way, we with these podcasts that we do, this show here becomes a podcast. Did I do that whole thing earlier? Hey, did you miss any of today's show, Eric? But I did do that earlier. You I did. didn't. You didn't? Uh-uh. I did. Oh. I did. In his head. I feel, no, I did. No, I don't no, think I you did. did. I'll do it again, but yeah. I, I did. I, I mean, I will I will bet you $1,000 that I did, but I'll do it again. No, I mean, no, I don't. You. Yeah. <laughs> you miss, you miss any of today's show? I didn't. <laughs> did that guy miss any of today's show? Well, he doesn't have to worry. He can stream and just like you or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers brought to you by our friends at Finley Roofing. Also, uh, let's chill for Gil. Um, oh. get, hold on. I'm going to do this one because I think I do it better than you I do. agree. Get a gift your friends and loved ones will cherish forever or at least a few minutes. Tim Andrews <laughs> will record an audio or video Christmas card using one of the many voices you've heard on the show and even ones that you haven't. For details, go to facebook.com forward slash Tim Andrews ATL. That Tim Andrews ATL, that's all one word. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? You're talking oh, about you, that I, you know, I think when you throw that out there, even ones you haven't, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Kanye might want one. Oh, I'm not, I can't Ooh, do I Kanye. <laughs> You know, he sent me the latest oh, audio. Con- I'm, not even gonna play it. I'm not even going to play it. No. I'm not even going to play it. I'm not even going to play the latest audio. I don't know. I don't this blame dude, you. This dude is so out of his mind. I mean, he is so far gone. And now he's showing up at these podcasts, not showing his face. He made and- Alex Jones uh, cringe, and the look on his face was <laughs> Yes. Sad. When Alex Jones is just, Alex Jones is like, can we just like put the, can we, get, he's just trying to get across. Can I'm not a fan frogs? of Hitler. Let's, Let's talk about the gay frogs. frogs. Alex, yeah, can we talk about anything when Alex Jones other is than the, Hitler? When he's you know? the voice of reason, you know something wrong yeah. is happening. Well, I mean, I don't, he's been a little bit, you know, he's been going, I think he's off his, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy. George Clark, at what point uh, did you start to think to yourself? Cause, and don't get yourself in trouble here. It's a Friday. It's our last segment. So watch yourself. But uh, you've been a fan of Kanye's for a very long time. Like, and, and, you know, Who? the music is the music. music oh, I'm sorry. Ye. <laughs> you've been a fan of Ye for a very long time. Um, just as a fan, I don't want to hear any point of view that gets you or me in trouble on a Friday. I'm just asking you as a fan. I mean, at what point do you start... Starting, this is disturbing behavior. You have to admit. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> it's highly, and he seems to be tripling down on everything. Well, yeah, like the Alex, you can go listen to the audio yourself. I just don't want to play it. but I just want to make sure that you heard it yourself. That's why I sent it to you. So that way yeah. it's like, okay, this really did happen. It's There's no hyperbole. He really said it. 
Because a lot of times, like, if you're a comedian or something, maybe you'll make a joke in the wrong place, right? And it was like, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Obviously, Hitler a bad guy. But <laughs> they're doing every. Alex Jones is doing everything to get Kanye off there, and he's just tripling down. And you can't see his face. He's got, like, a. He's walking around like it almost looks a little bit like um, uh, Squid Games, but everything's black. Yeah, yeah he's it wearing is a like, balaclava. You know. Isn't that what you call those things? I oh, think is so, that what yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, is that a baklava? What's that? I thought that balaclava. was a musical instrument. I thought that was a musical instrument that was played in the 1500s. I don't know. Some Russian ski mask that you can see just yeah. through little through holes. Oh. It's covered in honey, and there's nuts. No, that that's uh, pistachios. <laughs> yes, baklava. baklava. What is that? Is that that's baklava? Baklava is mm, yeah, delicious. It. My favorite Greek dessert. Oh wow! Well, My favorite. Your second Greek favorite, dessert. I think. If we really hey. Hey. married now, <laughs> he's. We should just start calling him Mister Yamamoto from now on. <laughs> oh. He's our little boy. Has all he's all grown up now, and he's he's, uh, he's all, all grown, grown up. up and he's been married. hoping for twins. Mister uh, Moto. So, so just be careful. You can't do any voice that people. Oh request. no, I won't. That's uh, Facebook.com. No. Facebook.com <laughs> you... forward slash Tim Andrews ATL. You're going to tell people right now the Hitler voice not available. Not available. Because and here's the problem: you could do something that's obviously funny and anti-Hitler and ridiculous in the Hitler voice, but then once you give it to the world, you don't know what they're going to do with <laughs> right. it. Right. Like it becomes. All right. So I might I'll ask for Coach it. O just because uh, that, that brought back memories in the last segment. Oh, I miss yeah. Coach, Coach O. Man. How about some happy holidays? Huh? Some, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a little busy right now. Hit me up later. <laughs> I will give you an extra. I'll give you another 15 minutes. I'm having some bedtime gumbo. <laughs> Coach O. All right. That music says that we are done not only for today, unfortunately for the week. I'm going to be at 3 p.m. Walmart. Mansell Road, Roswell, Georgia, with Mark Aram, Clark Howard. Come on out and help us make sure that every foster child in Georgia wakes up this Christmas morning with uh, gifts under the tree that they had requested. We'll be on air from 3 to 6 from that Walmart this afternoon. You can come and shop through 7. And then tomorrow, Dave Baker and Clark Howard will be at the Walmart near the Big Chicken. That's right. right. Also, ClarksChristmasKids.com if you want to do all of this online. Have a great weekend. We'll be back 9 o'clock Monday morning. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.